Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with one rental at a time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag one rental at a time. Now on with the show. Rental at a time. This is your daily financial news. This is a new show that you can count on seven days a week. Six days a week, we do it at 7.30. And then on Thursdays, we do it at 7 a.m. Because our weekly expert needs to be interviewed at 7.30 versus 8 a.m. And I like to do this video first for you. So again, on Thursdays, at least most weeks, you can find us 7 a.m. live. Thank you for my daily viewers. All of you are awesome. We are getting four to 5,000 views a day. And I just want to let you know all of you are awesome. Thank you for the support. Thank you for sharing the channel. Like, subscribe, all of that good stuff. A lot of great stuff to talk about today. We're actually going to start in the middle so I don't get lost. Housing starts. Housing starts crashed month on month. They are down 17%. Where am I? No, sorry, 14%. Housing starts are down 14% in May. Expectations down 2.6%. So folks, last weekend, we, we talked about the week ahead. I told you that housing starts are going to disappoint. All housing-related data for the foreseeable future is going to be between bad and horrible. Let's just get used to it again. If you are an investor, you need to tell yourself with every negative headline, there goes 2% of my competition. There goes 2% of my competition. It is amazing to feel confidence building, to know that you'll be able to get deals, great deals in terms. It is an amazing feeling. I see it in my future. I hope you see it in your future. In addition to housing starts being down, permits are down. Building permits are down 7%. And I want to remind you, if you haven't checked out the playlist called Greg Dickerson, you are missing out. He is our Monday expert. We have been talking about housing and building and builders. Greg is a builder. He has built everything from luxury to starter homes. He told us what is going on. And Greg has told us, housing starts are going to be below housing completions, probably for the next four to six months. How can that be? Well, folks, if you watch my channel for any length of time, you know that builders for a long time, given the cost of lumber, were pouring pads. Those count as starts. There's a whole bunch of inventory just sitting there that they will finish. They will buy points. They will buy. Di- they will give you upgrades. Builders are going to be uber aggressive to blow out their existing inventory, and then they are going to slow the hell down. They may actually change their inventory mix of what is built in the future. Builders are not this machine that is just going because they have to keep their crews busy. It is not that way anymore. So again, housing starts are behaving exactly how we expect. They are crashing. They will finish what they have in their pipeline. 
and then they will conserve cash and see what the market needs. All right, let's get to let's get to the Fed rant. So first off, yesterday the Fed, if you've already undoubtedly heard, gave us the 75 basis points that I've been calling for. But I want to be very clear. They did not give what I was calling for. If you follow my channel for three or four weeks, you know that I've been calling for 75 basis points for a long time. But I want to be clear. What I wanted them to do was surprise the market. They did not do that. Someone in the Fed, probably with permission of Jerome Powell, leaked to the Wall Street Journal, leaked to Steve Leisman of CNBC, that the Fed was highly considering a 75 basis point move. That happened on Monday afternoon. Now, I have no corroboration, none of this stuff, but to see the Wall Street Journal article, to see what Steve Leisman said in the afternoon, it is very clear that someone heard something somewhere. So when the Fed gave the 75 on Wednesday, as I was calling for, it did not do what I was hoping for. I said, and I've made the joke, that the Fed needs to kick the market in the nuts. They need to surprise them. So while I called for 75, it wasn't really what I was looking for. I was looking for shock and awe, things of that nature. Now, to step back for a moment, appreciate that the job of the Fed is a lot harder than I make it seem, to realize that Jerome Powell probably rightly so doesn't want to spook the market because it is very fragile. I'm okay, but again, it's not what I called for. But let me call July right now. July has to be 75 basis points. Has to. If we get if we got 75 and we get 75 in July, I'm cool. I wanted 100 in June and 50 in July. If we go 75, 75, so be it. I'm sure there are complexities and I'm being uber naive and how simplistic I look at the world sometimes. So again, the Fed gave us a 75. It's what I've been calling for for three weeks. My hope is we get 75 in July. On top of that, you need to pay attention to the world. The Swiss bank just raised rates. They did it to protect the currency. We are having inflation worldwide because of the strong dollar. We are having other countries raise rates. This liquidity sound that you hear is coming out of the market at a fast, fast rate. Something is going to break. So back to my Fed rant. Again, I think they leaked it. It happened. Uh, the next fantasy land, the Fed fantasy land, they gave their economic predictions or their dot plots. Some of these numbers are laughable, in my opinion. First and foremost, remember I talked about yesterday how high and how fast we got our answer. And this is a this is a big move for the Fed. This is a, this is six weeks. They this is honestly this is bigger than I would have expected. It's heading in the right direction. So last meeting, the Fed kind of had their end of year Fed funds rate at 1.9%. Laughable. Now, 3.4%. 
That's even higher than my prediction of 3%. So that is, that is very high, very fast. Well, I shouldn't say very high. It is at least very fast. So that is a move of 1.5% in six weeks. On a percentage basis, that's almost a 100% move. That is something to watch. The Fed is getting serious, in my opinion. Next, they talked about the high watermark for 2023. They call 3.8%. So a couple of little moves in 2023. Not far off from my call of 4%. I've made both of these calls in a video in my whiteboard playlist called 2022 and 2023. Interestingly enough, this stuff you I can't make up. The Fed sees rate cuts. Yes, folks, rate cuts in 2024. I think that is crazy. They are in fantasy land. Next, fantasy land. This is all fantasy land stuff. They expect GDP for 2022 this year to come in at 1.7%. That is after a negative 1.5 in Q1. They better hope for a big Q2 because I don't see how Q3 and Q4 are going to be very good. And their 1.7% expectation is down from 2.8%. Inflation, their favorite read, PCE, personal consumption expenditures. They thought the end of the year would be 4.3. It is now expected to be 5.2. Again, they are acknowledging that inflation is spreading and is more entrenched. Perhaps the most fantasy land number that I saw, and I, I don't know how they put this out there, with a straight face. But here we go. Unemployment. They envision unemployment, which today stands at 3.6%. It is U3 that we're talking about here, not U6, U3. They expect it to peak at 4.1% in 2024. Folks, we could be at 4.1% by December. We are headed for a recession, and I think a hard landing, right? A deep, dark one. The other thing, the Fed fantasy land, the raise of 75 points was not unanimous. Not unanimous. There was one Fed president from Kansas, Kansas City, Esther George is her name. She wanted to do a smaller 50 basis point move. Esther, come on. You're better than that. Folks, remember yesterday, retail sales, negative number. The consumer is stretched. Discretionary spending is falling. The Fed made some other very interesting comments during the Q&A, and I listened to all 60 minutes of the Q&A. Jerome Powell said a couple of times, the U.S. economy is strong. Does it feel strong? Does it feel like six months ago? Consumer spending is proving to be very resilient. Crazy. Crazy. Um, lots of stuff. This, this is crazy. What else do we got today? 
The other thing I want to say is I think all of us want Powell to beat inflation. I am just not sure he has the conviction to do it. I think he is trying to thread a needle of protecting Wall Street and hoping Main Street kind of gets recovered. Not sure. I think it should be flipped. Let's talk about Main Street. And hey, if Wall Street gets hurt, so be it. It will come back. Okay. That's that's enough. It really got me hot yesterday. Again, the little leak and these crazy fantasy numbers. So let's talk about the last two points. If you're on my channel, you know that we did our first Zoom call with all of my students. I think that was three weeks ago. It was called the Buy Box Deep Dive. My students actually said share it with YouTube land. So we did. It's about a 65-minute long video. I think it says Buy Box Deep Dive. Well, we are scheduling two more student interviews, or no, student live sessions. So in my course or Facebook group, you'll see an invite shortly. We are going to do a deep dive of the 50-40-10. You've heard me yesterday. I talk about it a bunch. I've got our good friend Stephen Dow from Velocity Mortgage agreed. On a Saturday morning, two weeks from now, we are going to talk at 9 a.m. Pacific. I'm going to invite all of my students. Hundreds of you will join. I want to do a deep dive, answer any and all of your questions. And then our intention is to share it with the world. The reason I do it in my Facebook group is I can control who's on it. If I were to open this up to YouTube world, you and I both know haters could join. All this other stuff could come in. By controlling it just to my students, it allows me to know who is there. So all of my students, you are definitely going to want to get your questions ready. We will look to go at least 60 minutes. This might be 90 minutes. And then our intention with Stephen Dow's blessing is we will share it to the YouTube world so you could watch that because I get a lot of questions. Most of them are repetitive. So going forward, I will share this video. Say, hey, watch this first. If we don't answer your question, we will go on. To that end, the next student live stream that we will do with a special guest is around pre-foreclosures. It will likely be a week or maybe two weeks after our 50-40-10. Folks, I am interested in giving my students more. When I learn more, they learn more. It is an amazing feeling. Uh, so again, if you haven't got the How to Get Started One Rental at a Time course, get below if you want to be a part of these live streams. If you don't have the 320, no big deal. No big deal. Watch here. It's free. Free content every day. Millionaires every day. We look to give back. But again, if you want to get your questions answered directly in a live stream, uh, you'll be able to do that two Saturdays from now, 9 a.m. Pacific. I'll get the Zoom invites out shortly. Post them in the Facebook group. I'll send them from Teachable. And then we will get the one and only Ty uh, back uh, a couple of weeks to talk about pre-foreclosures. Again, folks, this channel is about building wealth. We are going to have very negative headlines for two years. Who cares? You build wealth by buying assets on sale. You buy, uh, you build wealth by buying on terms, whether it's a business or real estate or something. This is the time to get rich. Let's do it. Let's be excited. Have fun. Bye.